0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, my name is Jordan, and on my left is my co-host, Spencer. Yo, what's up, everybody? Today, we are going to be discussing time travel.
1: My favorite, <laughs> my favorite thing.
0: Today, yeah. we are going to be discussing time travel. Time See what travel. I did there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Time travel has become integral to the MCU. It's always had a place in the comics, and I guess we figured eventually it would catch up to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but we are now fully enveloped in it, and we have a lot of things that just came out and will be coming out that will involve time travel. So I thought this would be a great time to kind of talk about time travel within the mcu what it means what we know what we think and just try to get an idea of maybe what we should be looking for moving forward
1: yeah this is something that i man it it, it, like those little scenes in endgame that we were talking about the last episode that like completely threw you off i was fully invested in (laughs) like i was like give me more of that. Like, I want more of that. And we're probably going to get it in Loki coming up. Absolutely going to get it in Loki. But, um, and I'm really excited about that actually. But, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love time travel and I love the way, in fact, I really love the way that the MCU has decided to like, uh, do time travel. So, very, very excited to see what they're doing with it going forward, because we can really get some really cool stuff from this. Thank you everybody for joining us today. Uh, we are so
0: happy when we get to talk to you guys on Facebook. So give us a like at the Marvel guys podcast on Facebook. And if you could uh, give us a subscribe on Apple podcasts, leave a review. If you're having a good time, we really appreciate it. Um, We're going to get deep into some of this time travel stuff, so if you need a a break, a pause to grab (laughs) some water, uh, go ahead and do that. So let's get started with kind of what we know. Mm -hmm. So what we've seen so far in Endgame, we will go through where we left off. And... Before we saw Doctor Strange with the Time Stone, that was kind of our first introduction into the manipulation of time within the MCU. Mm-hmm. Later on, we saw... Actually, before later on, around the same time, Ant-Man, we started to see some time travel aspects. I believe it was later on because it was the second one. And we saw that um, Janet was stuck in the Quantum Realm. Yeah. And we didn't see the effects of time travel on her being because she was about the same age as Hank. She was lost, and they just they were able to rescue her, and we didn't kind of see the same effects that we saw in uh, Endgame that we saw on Ant-Man's body. Mm-hmm. So we were left with not a whole lot because in Doctor Strange, the way he uses the time stone, he isolates one instant to reverse time, Not actually reversing the time in that reality, but just in a certain boundary. Yeah, He also has the ability to bring others to his plane to not be affected by the time stone reversing time. So that was the extent of what we had seen. And now we have full-fledged time travel. So as we got into Endgame, we saw a lot of different people going to different places changing up different things and at the end we believe captain america resetting time to where it needed to be so we'll kind of go through one by one and talk about these these instances where they went back in time and just discuss that and then give our our, you know closing thoughts on Endgame's time travel as a whole so we start with uh we'll go kind of through the list Tony Stark needing to solve time travel was the really the first thing. Mm-hmm. And so as Hulk, Dr. Banner, was trying to figure this thing out, he was struggling. Basically, he was able to send uh, Ant-Man back to childhood. He was able to make him old, and he was able to manipulate uh, time within... Paul Rudd's body. Yeah, that's pushing time Scott through Lang's the body, body Ant Man,
1: yeah.
0: anything you want to call him, like Johnny <laughs> from Halloween four or whatever, <laughs> whatever his character was. Um <laughs> it's my it's my staple. Uh okay. so once they alerted, Hey, Tony, we need some help, he in a night, uh <laughs> was able mm. to solve time travel in the form of an inverted Mobius strip, yes. I believe. Uh, not a Morbius strip, but no. a Mobius strip. Mobius strip. And so that that was how we saw time travel discovered within the MCU. And we discussed that last episode about how it was a little bit unrealistic. Well, I mean, the whole thing's unrealistic, but kind of unrealistic that he would be able to solve it so quickly. Yeah. But that's kind of where we started with time travel in
1: Endgame. Mm-hmm. It was. It is kind of interesting because it is kind of it's it's very unrealistic that he would solve it that quickly even as intelligent as he is. Um, but I understand, you know, once again, suspension of belief, you know, they're not going to add 20 minutes to the movie just of him struggling to rack his brain around time travel. Um, cause it was already, I, I think that the length of in game was perfect. If they would have added that 20 minutes, it would have really felt like different. So yeah. Um, but I, in game when we get to the ancient one and stuff like that that's i think that's where it's more explained and i think if you use that scene it's actually explained a lot better because in the very beginning with with hulk and all of those guys when they're talking about time right, travel they Clint, make it very smoky. and it's not well let's talk it's about it's not that. really explained well back to the future Right. Um, is the
0: standard bearer of time travel within movies. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Back to the Future. Everybody references Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, the movie The Butterfly Effect. All, yes. all these different things basically lead up to the universe where, and what this
1: universe really is, is a single universe. There's also so, the, the book. I can't remember the book. There's a very famous, very famous book. You just pigeonholed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, but it premises on time yeah. travel as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's there's a lot of different instances, and I don't know the originator,
1: but Back to the Future is the most common. Is it called The Sound of Thunder? Something like that? I think i so. the wrong person. I've read about three books. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, it, it. Is kind of like the standard Bearers Farms film is concerned for sure. Um, but the way that time travel actually is done in Back to the Future is still kind of. It's actually weird to me. The way that the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done time travel makes the most sense to me because it actually is how I would actually envision what would happen if we were to nail down time travel.
0: Well, and the big thing, honestly, is that multiversal theories have been around for a while, but they've really become more substantiated lately. Yeah. So the idea of one reality... That just made sense, you know, Mm -hmm. like especially back when these movies were made initially, like the idea of alternate or infinite realities was like, oh, now you're really getting into sci-fi.
1: Yeah. Well, like when you think of real life, like we we, when we were discovering that we were on a planet, like we just assumed that, okay, we're on one planet and there's one planet singular everything. And then we figured out, oh, there's there's other planets. Mm hmm and now there's this universe yeah so it only makes sense that there would be multiple of those as yeah, well true
0: one planet but, turned into one solar system and then right. turned into
1: thousands turned into millions exactly exactly Billions. so it, it, it totally makes sense that there would be multiple realities and uh, man it, 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 it's mind-blowing and it's like a lot to take in but I I think once again like because the entire premise of time travel in the MCU is that it uses branch universal theory. Branch universal theory is the best way to do time travel in a sense of, like, entertainment because it's the easiest way to explain things. Yeah. Um, like, we're getting into Marvel What If and stuff like that later. But, like, that's how it's done. I mean, think about it like this. I mean, if you... Um, let's see. What's a, what's a good example here? Like Iron Man, maybe like how he became Iron Man and all of that stuff. Right. What if you went back in time and prevented Bucky Barnes from becoming the winter soldier, then Iron Man never becomes Iron Man. So like that's one, one instance of going back in time and creating a branch reality. Like there's still the main main reality that everything kind of stems from but if you go back in time and kind of like mess some things up and do things differently like you're setting yourself up to branch realities branch universes in which certain things happen or don't happen or there's like a reaction or anything to one thing that didn't happen before like yeah it, it gets it gets kind of crazy but um Tony Stark figuring out I, I'm I still cannot rack my brain around that like it, it was like how many minutes in the movie like maybe it was really, two fast. Minutes. It was really fast really fast and
0: I, I agree and disagree with what you said um, because it's really hard to keep track of a lot of multiversal you know paths mm-hmm. the the brilliance of back to the future is that it's such high stakes Mm-hmm. like if you mess with anything it completely changes the future. And so they were able to play with that and the idea of I need to redo things uh, as they were but also, you know, make these slight alterations to fix the future was a really cool idea. Of course. But the way Marvel's going is with multiverse. Like that is just simply what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to you know, say that they're wrong for doing it, and it's hard to criticize the
1: way they're doing it because, again, this is a brand new thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've never really seen anything really like this. I mean, take this into account. I mean, Doctor Strange and Infinity War, those were 14 million different universes, basically, (laughs) that he saw in which Thanos won. So there's an infinite number of... Uh, branch realities that you can really get into. The thing that I really love about Marvel, though, is that while there is this unlimited space that's available, they're not going to make it too crazy. They're going to focus on... I mean, it's kind of like Marvel Comics, right? Like Marvel Comics focuses on the 616 universe. There's also the 834 universe, which is a you know different universe and things are happening here. Uh, that are just completely different. You have, like, the Age of Apocalypse and stuff like that. But they don't get, like, insanely crazy. The only times in which they get, like, really insanely crazy are when they kind of need to or when they just want to. Like, the Council of Reeds and stuff like that where you have different Reed Richards from different universes and there's, like, a bunch of them. (laughs) Like, that's insane. But, um, yeah, they're not going to get too crazy to where people get lost because if you get it's almost they would set themselves up for failure doing that because if you get to a point where people are now getting lost then you're getting to a point where people are not going to want to see the movies anymore and that's not what they want at all so um, yeah I, I, I definitely see them focusing on a few things not getting too crazy with it But um, they'll probably add little elements of it to spice things up. Maybe in Loki, we'll see something like that. Where it'll maybe focus on, like, three different versions of Loki or two different versions of Loki. And then they'll throw in some scenes that are, you know, absolutely insane and crazy. But it's not going to detract from the main goal.
0: And I think the best theory for Stark is that he had that on his mind for a long time Mm -hmm. and he had been trying without the ultimate motivation he had just been kind of workshopping time travel yeah because if you're that smart why not i guess maybe he was smart enough to know i'm curious to see if i can do it but i also don't want to figure it out because i'm afraid of what i might do with that power yeah Uh, because you know even when he created it he said uh, when when pepper asked him what he's going to do he said i just want to throw it in in a box and drop it in in the lake or you know whatever yeah uh, body of water so nobody will ever discover it because he realized the power of what he had just done um so it's interesting and tony re- reluctantly but excitedly took on the challenge and you know for better or worse was able to do it and he presented them with a time watch so instead of what we think of as a time machine necessarily. He had a time watch and then they had to construct pretty much a platform mm-hmm. uh, using like refracting lights and things, I don't know the exact uh, physics of, of what they used there exactly, but it looked like it was just an accomplice to the watch itself yeah. and the watch was able to take them through time. But one very important, very, very, very important note that he mentioned was it was a time and space watch because if you, even if you had time travel, you will not end up in the same place that you once were because space is always moving. So yeah. if you, if you perfected time travel and pr- forgot the space part, you would actually kill yourself Yeah, because you just end up in the middle of space and die from lack of oxygen. So they did figure out time and space, which led them to be able to travel from place to place at a specific coordinate at a specific time in the you know continuation of eternity using that watch so quite
1: a powerful tool yeah and if you really look thematically at the entire film you'll see that they go on a journey of basically all six infinity stones they figure out time they figure out space they figure out a lot about them, a lot more about themselves than they even knew. Which is kind of like soul, like inward. You have Cap and and several others obtaining power that they didn't know that they had, uh, and then, you know, the mentality of Tony Stark, um, really kind of taking hold of like who he really is and like what it's gonna take to win and realizing that um with you know that's kind of like the mind stone in a way and then ultimately what we get with cap and loki is that we're probably going to be in a different reality now and something's going to happen here that's different and reality so far right so far maybe in the future we'll see that within the mcu um but yeah, the uh, the navigation of the quantum realm was crucial because like you said, man, if they don't know exactly where they're going, they're just going through time and anything can happen. You could end up <laughs> light years away from where you're supposed to if you don't know how to navigate that quantum realm um, and space. So uh, man, like it it just makes me want to watch it again. You know what I mean like this is this we is will. so <laughs> awesome this is so awesome but like we'll
0: lead up to it
1: yeah um, I really liked the way that they did everything with the pin particles and like having to uh, use that I'm sure that that was uh, integrated within the device like the watch um, just a number one you know the pin particles were there to help them access the quantum realm but then the watch is there to travel through time, but also space. So they, they really like went over this thing with like a fine tooth comb of like getting everything that they needed to make sense, make sense. Yeah. So they did a really good job with that. So there were four places
0: four four spaces and mm-hmm. four times in which the crew had to um, go to, to get their stones. And Three of them were in New York, 2012, in which Tony, Cap, uh, Scott Lang, and the Hulk went back in time to see their former selves. Uh, met us back in Avengers One, mm-hmm. and that was when we got the funny little thing with the Hulk saying how angry he looks and you know how caveman like mm-hmm. he looks. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like <laughs> pretend to be the Hulk. Yeah. Um, so we get some interesting scenes here, especially, because as they're trying to alter this reality to take the stone, there's a lot of different things that happen. And one of those is when they're finally able to get it, Loki steals the space stone Mm -hmm. and gets out of Dodge, Yep, which leads us to the Loki TV series. Mm -hmm. So, they obviously had that in mind and were completely ready to pull that trigger to make sure that Loki was ready to go. Um, so with Loki using the stone itself to just transport himself, mm-hmm. what did you think of initially? Cause you, you know, you're a stronger or at very least deeper Marvel mind than I am. When I first saw him grab that stone, I was like, oh wow, he just like dipped. Yeah. Like I didn't know Necessarily had that instantaneous power. Do you think that's partially because of Loki's magic um, abilities, or do you think he was able to just know how to harness that
1: ability immediately and just use it willy nilly? He knew what it was. So, um, my initial thoughts were this is where this is exactly where the multiverse picks up. Um, because, once again, I, I'm pretty sure literally like the scene before that was Hulk in Ancient One. And she was describing branch universal theory Mm -hmm. to him, which is perfect because that sets up that scene and how important that scene is. Because as we know it, Loki didn't grab the space stone and just dip from Avengers one. He stayed. Yeah. And that never happened. So that by itself happening affects the future. So they really screwed things up, allowing that to happen because now instead of being in that main universe that we were in, we're already outside of that universe. Yes. So, just going forward from that, you're already like setting yourself up in that regard. Um, and then we'll get to Cap later, but like, yeah. it gets that's, trickier. Yeah, that's the one part that it's like, okay, we're way off the track yes. of the main Marvel uh, main Marvel universe right now. So, that's exactly what my was going through my brain when that happened. I was like, oh wow, they already screwed some stuff up big
0: time. Yes, it's very interesting. Um, Captain America had to fight Captain America mm-hmm. uh, to get one of his stones back, and that was the Mind Stone, I
1: believe. Yes, yep. but he w- mind-wiped himself, which is good. He, like, he right. was able to, yeah. And meanwhile, um, as you
0: mentioned, Tilda Swinton and uh, the Ancient One over there was having a conversation and absolutely just just, you know, dog walking, the Hulk. um <laughs> yeah, She yeah. immediately let him know who's boss. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about was, I've seen a lot of people criticize this scene because with her being the ancient one and knowing that Doctor Strange was the Sorcerer Supreme, the best of us all, mm-hmm. they were saying, well, why did she reject him? initially as a student of hers and i mean instinctively i would say if she knew what the future held then she would know that he would need some sort of you know
1: tough love that's exactly right so that is my guess i I guess
0: i just wanted to push it towards you to see where you would be coming from on that end yeah
1: that's exactly what i would think too is because she knows already that um that's exactly kind of what he needs There was an argument, too, of uh, same kind of thing as in, like, if she knew that he would give up the Time Stone, why would she, you know, even risk that? Because she is supposed to be, at the time, she is, like, the Sorceress Supreme at at the moment. So her entire embodiment is to protect the Time Stone, just like Doctor Strange's. So I think that in itself was like, oh... So this is how I need to approach Stephen Strange now, is because if he was the best of us and he gave up the time stone, then something bigger than what I can fathom is going on here, something bigger at play, I need to make sure that he's ready when I do get to that point. So that's exactly – that. yeah, you're exactly right. I think that's exactly the way to look at things.
0: Yeah, that's been a topic lately, and I just kind of wanted to address it because I, I get it. I, I get what they're saying. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's not going to make complete sense. None of this will. It's time travel. There's a little bit of, like, you're not going to get every single hair to match up together. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've done a pretty good job. So um, their conversation – let's get deep into this one because yeah. this is – as important a conversation, like in, in the world of time travel and reality, uh, not reality, but the stones themselves, it really comes down to some of the guardian scenes, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of Dr. Strange and this scene pretty much for understanding what's at play here. So we've talked about this before, but the way she described time travel was basically as long as you're returning the stones to where they once were. Basically, if you think about it, the stones mm-hmm. are what matter yeah. within a reality. Yeah. So if you return the stones to where they once were and leave that unaffected moving forward, you can restore the correct timeline to itself. Is that what where, where you would... Yes and Get no. From that?
1: Yes and no. Because where it gets really mucked up in this instance too is that people forget that they're that she knows what the plan is. Like Hulk has already described to her what the plan of their time heist is and that it involves the stones. So it's not necessarily that it's all about the stones as much as it is about like it's basically prisoner of azkaban when you really think about it. Like when they're going back in time, they're only there to ensure that the right things happen at the right time. Same thing here. Like, okay, if I go back in time, right, and I uh, get, the, get this specific stone or I, I do this specific thing and take this thing from its original time, I have to go back in time and put it back at the same time that I took it so that it's never not there, if that makes sense. Because it has to be. Because if it's even like a, this is where it really would get crazy in real life because yeah. then in real life you're talking about fractions of a second. Because if it's not there for a fraction of a second then it gets really crazy. But um, in this instance it's not that in depth. But basically yeah, it's it's not so much about the stone as it is about events and things happening because the stones are crucial to what their plan is. If their plan was something different going okay. back in time, then it would be, you know, well, you have to ensure that this stays the same.
0: So in your opinion, the the way she emphasized the stones was direct to what they were trying to accomplish.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: I can take that. Um, the, yeah, the reason I pointed out is because the way she put it, she she showed the the stream of time, time. basically yeah. and she showed all stones in one spot and she removed a stone Yeah. and once she removed the stone that the, it branched
1: yeah because so, th- that's that's exactly branch universal
0: yes and so once she said if once you take that stone back and put it back in the regular time spot it still goes straight out and where it needs to go yeah so that made sense mm-hmm. um until the stones are destroyed by Thanos way later on. And then just sitting there, if you take the stones as she put it, um, needing to be, you know, the the, uh, the setter of time, I guess is the best way to put it. Once the stones were destroyed by Thanos, it's like, wait a second. Right. (laughs) How does the
1: reality even exist at that point? So that's exactly, I hope you're right because that makes more sense. Yeah. That's exactly why. Because if the stones are destroyed and she's emphasizing that the stones are that important to time, why are they even there?
0: Unless... But it's not. The stones in the future of that reality were returned, which they are, Mm -hmm. therefore negating Thanos destroying the stones. (laughs) (laughs) He used the stones to destroy the stones,
1: (laughs) you know? If you are looking at it as she put it, the t- the flow of time is like the straight line, right? Yes. So you start here and you get to this point. Yes. This point would be uh, Thanos winning, Thanos destroying the stones the and stones. stuff like that. So that they have to go back here to do this to get there. Right. Right. It makes sense when you draw it on paper. And there's time, t-
0: but there is time in between there where reality exists almost like it's on a credit card of time <laughs> and you yeah. have to pay it back with the stones. <laughs> yeah. um, I used the stones to destroy my credit. <laughs> um, so it is kind of confusing. Like, there's there's some of that that's, like, doesn't quite add up. But, again, when you're talking about stones well, as a representative of instances, mm-hmm. then it makes more sense, like you're saying. So to what? be fair to the, to the confusion... They did represent it in a way in the movie that the stones are the bearers of time, and once you mess with the stones,
1: time becomes warped. It kind of depends too on if they address eternity or not, because eternity is a thing. I eternity feel like needs. To they're be suggesting thing. it by saying it's this like loop, and plus, well, just the Im- like kind of like the embodiment of eternity, yeah, as well, like the character and eternity, right. And and stuff like that's that. That's
0: a big thing in Marvel is these yeah. entities that are larger than the existence of life itself. Yeah, the beyonder like existence stuff like is that is basically one above all a being. Yeah, you know, everything has a being. Right. Um. So yeah, no, that's a great um, point.
1: Because when when you, when when another scene that you really have to look at is not even in the Endgame. It's an in Infinity War. Is, uh, what, uh, Doctor Strange. What's the dude? Uh, his is Wong? Wong, yes, thank you. Um, big meat. When big meat, <laughs> when he's breaking down how the stones even originated, it starts from the Big Bang, which if you're going from it the Big Bang with
0: the Big Bang, yeah, yeah.
1: If you're starting from the Big Bang, that's the creation of our universe. It was the so, Big
0: Bang sent out
1: six elemental crystals. To yes, form the you know universe that we know. Something right, like that. something like that. Something like that. You were really spot on with that. Pretty. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, So yeah, it, it would start from there. So the Big Bang happens, the stones are created. But once again, the importance is whether or not they address eternity, the one above all, the beyonders, stuff like that. If they address those things, then the stones, while they're important, they're not as integral to time as we think they are. that makes sense and
0: if we go into you know this this does reflect real life as we talked about with with uh back to the future the the multiversal theories were not as largely in play Mm -hmm. and more and more we see uh physicists and you know people that study these sorts of things they acknowledge that there may be a time even before the big bang yeah that we just don't know a lot about. We kind of know what maybe have been here. Mm-hmm. but again, we're we're talking this stuff is, that we barely know. we yeah. We hardly know what's going on in our own universe right now, right? Let alone the one that took place, you
1: know, billions we, and I mean, trillions of years ago, you know we, whatever it is, we we can't even figure out like state politics and stuff like that. How can we? We're struggling turning like physicists sweet
0: stuff, like corn into edible corn for humans. so yeah. We we need to yeah, take a step back. But it, it's very interesting because the boundaries of what's possible in the MCU mm-hmm. they're not they're not bound by human physiology, physics. No. Um they can do whatever they feel like. And yeah. to be honest, they may be on the cutting edge of some ideas that we may find out in a couple thousand years if yeah, we're still around. You, you never know is real, you yeah. know. So you we see jetpacks on the water. You know, people like Tony Stark <laughs> Tony on a Stark boat, you know. Yeah. In the Navy. So it's <laughs> it's they, like, crash all the time. <laughs> <yeah>. But <laughs> so did he. You yeah, know? So did he. You gotta, mark gotta, uh, 50 of the jetpack in the water. It's yeah, soon, I'm sure. yeah. So, but, yeah, but it, I, it's really interesting.
1: I like that you you bring that up, too, is that there probably was a time. I mean, obviously, there is a time before the Big Bang. Um, and I think that people kind of – the way that I look at things when it comes to stuff like this is that humanity by nature is very arrogant in thinking that we're right and thinking that time only exists as long as we have been here and time only like when we look at time in itself, we only base it off of our own universe. We only base it off our own solar system. So, yeah, we look at the Big Bang as like the creation of time itself. It is a clock. So, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Sundials. One yeah. Time. So, like, when we look at time itself, we only really look at it as what created our universe when that's not time. Like, time existed before then. Time's going to exist when our universe isn't here. Like, it's almost like... Uh, it's
0: more like Marvel than we give it credit for. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. It, it really is. It really is. Like, like, there will be a Galactus one day that just comes, <laughs> just and, comes swallows and swallows our planet. Earth. Yeah. and There's no doubt. It, it's kind of funny. You know, it, it's almost like the same sentiment of, like, save the Earth and stuff like that. Like, Earth's going to be fine. It's us that's not. Like, the way that we're on track with how we're destroying the planet, it really only affects us and the living creatures that live on it and the living things that live on earth itself will be fine because earth will evolve into something that's different till it's swallowed by the sun till it's swallowed by the sun. Right. So it's kind of that same sentiment in that we're just extremely arrogant in the way that we approach our views on like time and space and stuff like that. Like aliens is another perfect example. Like we've come up with this idea of what an alien is. And we're like, Oh, there are these like, bipedal creatures just like us that walk on two feet and have two hands and two arms and, like, you know, big heads. So that's what we think of when we think of aliens, which is not anything close to what an alien probably would be, because an alien can be a microorganism that just lives on another planet by mere definition. So, Well, to go along with the arrogance, though, humans are naturally
0: inquisitive, they're naturally curious, and they're naturally hungry to learn more that's true so there's a lot of great great things about humans and that's why they keep evolving at a higher rate than any other being on the planet pretty much do you think so, that that's
1: kind of swayed now though like as time has way. gone on like do you think that it's possible that while we are naturally curious and stuff like that that maybe some of that curiosity is now like not there because no i just some think it's different Yeah, I think it's it's like some people don't act on that, I would say. Right. Like some people don't. We're not defined
0: by um, our median, I think. I think we're defined by the the top level of people that we have to offer, because ultimately Mm. in five hundred, a thousand years that will be the last one standing. Right. So right, right, right. like the like survival of the fittest. Yeah. I yeah. mean, eventually the better of our society is going to shine through or at least the majority. So that could be a little scary, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it is what it is on that. And it just, it goes to show you like how much goes into time and the conversation of time. Because as we've talked about time travel is so unattainable when you go backwards we can never broach that subject it just doesn't exist yeah Um, yeah. the only time we could ever possibly think it may be you know even even thought of as a possibility is when you you talk about black holes but Mm. nobody's going to walk through one to find out right (laughs) so um yeah when Mm. we talk about time travel in the mcu we can't really it's really hard to go, well, that's not real time travel. Right. Cause who am I to say that your time travel, your idea of time travel is wrong just because I grew up watching, you know, um, Michael J Fox. Right. Right. Like that's, that's, that's our definition. So Mm -hmm. when we talk about time travel, honestly, all we can really do is speculate and give our thoughts on it. We really can't critique and criticize
1: at a high level. Not at, not at all. Not at all. Um, into that point you know like with the sound of thunder and stuff like that in the way that it was done there i think it's actually more similar to back to the future because when they go back in time they're like uh observing like dinosaurs and stuff like that one steps on a leaf and that completely completely disrupts the future like when they go back to the future like things are like grown over society no longer exists like and it's like they go back to the exact time that they traveled back from so like things completely change just from stepping on a leaf so it's uh you know what tv show has done honestly the most for time travel
0: doctor who maybe perhaps but rick and morty
1: rick and morty that's a rick and morty the
0: multiversal yes idea is actually really well thought out there yeah. Um, absolutely. It's a pretty intelligent TV show, uh, but like the leaks. idea of <laughs> yeah the <laughs> idea of multiverse is fascinating. And if you guys want to explore that more, I would honestly recommend it because with Marvel getting into it, it may be healthy to have just an idea of what a true multiverse is in our reality, in mm-hmm. our physics, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of you can have an idea of what I can critique Marvel with and and where they might be going with it.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea yeah. That's a good thing to, to get into here. Um, it's just how how it physically applies to us. Yeah. If you have a basis like a base knowledge of something going in, then you're kind of set up for like embracing that new idea that comes along or uh, yeah. taking in and more information from it. So yeah. knowledge
0: is scary. Lack of knowledge is terrifying.
1: Yeah. Perfect. So
0: Hulk and the Ancient One have this conversation, and she ultimately decides to give Hulk the uh, stone because he said, "Well, Doctor Strange gave up the stone." So mm-hmm. she defers to her eventual Sorcerer Supreme. Um, <laughs> I always think of Taco Bell. Yeah, me too. Say that. Me too. <laughs> um, supreme. The I'm Supreme. The so, yeah. <laughs> While he gets that stone, as we talked about before they um uh captain america gets the mind stone and the space stone is almost recovered um by matthew berry and a couple other people it's <laughs> insane but right? Hulk gets upset and screws everything up loki gets the space stone and zips you know out of their reality and i just love how comfortably he switched realities though that's what's really crazy yeah. like dude must have been time hopping before so Oh, I think oh, we'll yeah, find yeah.
1: that out. Oh yeah. But that's where the T V A comes in. Yeah. And they're like, right. hey, wait buddy. a minute. That's like wait they're like minute. customs, you know? <laughs> yeah, they are. They're wait customs. a second. Why
0: you're taking a space stone <laughs> across <laughs> country border. Yeah. You know? Right. Like right. don't, don't order doing in your luggage. Pills <laughs> like. from Canada and expect them to just show up here yeah. because you can. Um, right <laughs> small town. Customs. Uh so that screwed up. They screwed up big time that is our first major split of the reality that we know in the, the MCU. Mm-hmm. And since that happened, Tony and Cap, knowing that they have no other option to get the space stone within that time period, go back in time using their last remaining PIM particles, basically to a time where they know PIM part- particles may be accessible and they could possibly recover the space stone which is camp lehigh which once housed captain america as a young um choice of the uh, program to be a super soldier yep and housed peggy as a young soldier and is basically one of the first base camps built uh within that organization shield and all that stuff to uh you know kind of bring us full circle in Captain America's journey where Tony well, also meets his father.
1: Not S.H.I.E.L.D. yet. R- well, yes. That's but true. The basis, the yes. premise the, was, was kind of... The, like the... Uh, mm, the roots. Not even the basis. There's, yeah, like the, the roots, the people that founded S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, and it
0: almost... S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra are almost like things that just spawned. Yeah. Like, well, I don't even know if there's necessarily one single creation of any organization it's mostly like a natural funnel natural. through which people
1: start yeah. to branch out into their own thing. Well, once again that's I'm glad that you said branch out because it deals with branch reality <laughs> because yes. shield begins from Steve Rogers being assumed dead. Right. So like yeah, we'll 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 get into that later, but like It's crazy. Yeah, um But yeah, we go back to Camp Lehigh, and I was, I didn't know what to expect in this. I was, I was like, I was taken aback at this point. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, they just used their last PIM particles. Like, how are they going to possibly get back? Facial recognition, that's how. Yeah. yeah. Disney's (laughs) budget, half of it was blown on um,
0: Hank Pym's young face.
1: Oh my gosh. That's insane, right? He looked Uh, really good. He did. He did. They did a great job. Um, but just uh, and one thing that I do find like super super crazy and interesting about this right you have the PIM particles you have the device that houses the PIM particles how is it that in 1970 they used the exact same like attachment that's one of those like weird things that's in my brain which all oh, like, the attachment the, 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 for the, the PIM attachment particles? for the PIM particle to latch into the device itself you know what my guess it would it's be? the same
0: what what did you think or I'll tell you what I thought when Tony puts on his Stark tech gauntlet I go well uh, sorry not Tony it would be uh, Hulk I was like that doesn't fit and then, <laughs> and then his nanobots you know right. nanobytes whatever it is yeah. expands over his hand my guess is he was using nanotechnology for that and they just form fit to what was needed
1: Ooh, that yeah that makes sense Tony's always sense. thinking. Tony's always thinking. And Tony didn't have the gauntlet when he snapped his fingers. Like it was already like pre built into his suit. It was into a suit, yep. So another nanotech. Another nanotech thing. type thing. So like nanotech is It's just so way ahead of yeah. everything. Right. So, so that makes he sense. He
0: had just a major advantage that he probably had some sort of thing that he knew. Like he's always thinking ahead. Yeah. And he always has a backup plan. Because um
1: was it it was it was cap though. That came up with the idea, wasn't it? Yeah, which is even further interesting because he would already have known Tony to me that they would have been there, right? Some crazy stuff, man. I, yeah, because well, maybe I could see him not knowing that much about his dad, like not knowing exactly where he would have. Well, he knew know his I mean? dad. Remember, he knew his dad, so he probably knew he was there. So he this maybe. But
0: that's interesting. It was a that different Kat dad than he knew, though. Yeah, it's a definitely. A <laughs> he different knew a different dad. actor. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know why they did that. What do you mean? They, I mean, they got an older, because he's older, man to play his father, but it's a different actor, so it just kind of sometimes takes me out of it.
1: Yeah, he's an older actor that they kind of like just suited up guy. to. Well, it would have been thirty years after the original. It would have been really hard to age Howard that guy Stark. enough, right? But they could have done it. I almost said Arlo Stark. I don't even know why.
0: That's it, it might right. have been a thing where the contracts were just weren't not contracts, but filming just didn't, you know, work out and they said, okay, let's let's throw this other guy in there. It's a long enough time. It's not like they look completely different either.
1: No. They're just not the same. To to be honest, Civil War did a lot better than the original Captain America. So they're probably banking on people recognizing Howard Stark that way. And the original they were Captain America's really origin. old. Yeah,
0: right. Right. So it might have been one of those things where, like, Terrence, what's his name, was just like, "I'll sign on for one movie, but I'm not doing anything other <laughs> than that." Yeah, probably um, so. I won't get millions of dollars to do one scene per movie. Yeah, ten years later. Oh mm. man, that dude regrets it. Oh, big. So fun. they're at Camp Lehigh, and <laughs> let's let's see because he, Captain America, sees Peggy, mm-hmm. and Tony sees his father, mm-hmm. and. If this was Back to the Future, they really, Cap would have gotten the gold medal for not screwing things up.
1: Really? True. And
0: Tony would have been like given the talk. Like, I know you didn't actively screw anything up on purpose, but the way you said what you said, it might have messed with it. So he would have got got to see a sensitive side of Tony.
1: He would have got like that little. uh, He was straddled on the line. He would have got the trophy that like every kid on the team gets. And the and the cardboard, cardboard, the card trophy, the kind of like that. Mm, here you go. Yeah, it's you know. like you're, you, you're, you're, did, you're you're walking on right. thin ice, buddy, because yeah. you just
0: hugged him and said thank you for your service or whatever it was he said. <laughs> right, right. Like he he was really uh, he, he was struggling. about to break it, right?
1: Yeah. So it, uh, it was it was quite interesting. Very interesting. Very very interesting. One thing that I kind of thought of also once again because my brain does this. But I didn't do this initially. This was like second or third watch. I kind of thought of this. So it wasn't initial thoughts. But uh, how do you not sense... Like, if you're in your office, right? You're in your office, cubicle thing, whatever, right? Oh, somebody's staring at you. Someone's staring at you through your door. You're going to sense it. You're going to feel I, it. I don't know, man. You would feel it,
0: bro. No, because it's happened in real life, and I didn't. Somebody was staring at me for a good 45 seconds and didn't even notice because I was just looking at my computer. Mm-hmm. Now... Here's the thing, though. There was lights on in her room, and the lights were off in the other one, so it's really uh, hard to see yeah. anybody on the outside because it's know, it's like looking into oncoming traffic.
1: Yeah, So, I guess. I guess, I suppose. It can
0: be difficult because with a reflective surface, I don't think she would have noticed, honestly.
1: Maybe I'm just SpongeGar.
0: Yeah. Cause that would have been really tough to actually notice anything. If he started like breathing heavy or something, <laughs> like maybe fog forms. Yeah. It's like pause at <laughs> it's the just breathing window. heavy. So he did, he did a good job. Um, we'll revisit this scene later. Okay. But we'll move on to, they, they were able to get the pin particles of course, and they retrieved quite easily the space stone. And, uh, we able to come back. Mm-hmm. So next we had Nat and Clint going to Vormir in 2014 to get the stone before the Soul Stone, before um, Thanos was able to get it by sacrificing Gamora. Way before that, yeah. Which is interesting because <laughs> this it's so complicated. These, these timelines are really confusing because the Soul Stone, you would think, would really only exist once, right, within that instance. So how could it be taken twice? But if it was gotten in that reality way later and then somebody snatches it in front, like trade it up in front of the Dolphins to pick (laughs) a wide receiver or something, (laughs) I get it. It's still there. It still exists. But it is a Uh, little bit confusing because twice Red Skull gave up that stone to somebody else Mm -hmm. in effectively the same reality.
1: Yes. It's a little confusing. Yes and no.
0: <laughs> That's your answer to Because <laughs> 2014,
1: 2014, no one knew where the Soul Stone was. Yeah. The, and, and so if you're going off of that, then sure. But you're also going off of the premise that Cap went back to 2014 and gave back the Soul Stone by itself. So that later on, it never left. But Cap is really late. So I'm
0: addressing specifically the stone being there for Nat, but then also being there for Thanos.
1: Because Cap gave it back. Cap literally went back to the time in which Nat got it and said, here you go, here's the the soul stone back. Right. And then it's there. That's the idea. At the same time, like simultaneously, as Nat takes it, Cap's giving it back. Literally, once again, I like to bring this up, but Prisoner of Azkaban, when Dumbledore closes the doors, That's fair, and then they're there, like it's it's simultaneously happening at the same time. Yeah. So it's a, it, that I I kind of I get you. Yeah. I, was, I guess I was then like, right. once it's
0: taken by Thanos. Mm-hmm. Then, in that reality, it's destroyed again, and we're, we're back to that. So, we're back, yeah, that's the conversation. Maybe just we need to have time and time again because it's not going to make sense until they explain it. <laughs> so, we'll figure that one out. But, um, sad scene, very, uh, if we're addressing it, very, and uh, very, so yeah, that makes sense. I'll buy that, I'll mm-hmm. take that as just fact. That's fine with me, that, yeah. that sounds good. Um, so simultaneously, pretty much, Morag... Well,
1: to Uh-oh. add... Okay, go for it. Just to add, just a little small little snippet. What I find interesting is I want that confrontation again. That's the scene that i missed from India. Well, that's what everybody wanted. ...that I want so bad, is Cap giving the stone back to Red Skull. What do you want from it, though? I, everybody I can just- say, I want to see that, but... Just, Everybody has an idea of how that plays out. Just to see how it plays out. Because, yeah, but in like, your world, would he recognize him as Captain America, Steve Rogers, and would he be like, "Oh, I remember"? Because how, it how seems would you like it? he wouldn't. Right? How would you write it? Uh, I would write it as he wouldn't. I would write it as well, a different actor again. So <laughs> well, yes and yes, but like well,
0: that's the different thing actors, huh?
1: is is like, okay, he's not Red Skull anymore. Like he's literally just like, uh, oh, what's the even what's the even the, the name of his keeper? character? The like the, the keeper or something like that? Yeah. Stone keeper? Yeah, the keeper of the stones. Um He kept the stones to keep the stones. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is like I, I, is what people think would happen, would it even happen? Like would he even would he say like Captain uh like would he say, uh Steve Rogers, son of the blank blank rogers? and just like not even like true hero he could have been a real hero but uh, would he even like have that memory of like oh that's the guy who got me to where I am <laughs> because of my own like lust for power I, it may or would he just not it may depend on how long now. he feels like he's been there yeah
0: because if if does it feel like eternity does de- a day feel like an eternity to him right
1: I don't because really know I would assume based off of how he explained things in infinity war of uh, his character that it almost is like torture for him. So like all this time it's just been this long strung out torture. So it is a fascinating idea and story. And I think a lot
0: of people were super excited to see him back. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that tale of of them meeting, it could be in a future one-off kind of a thing. I hope so. I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah, so, on Morag, War Machine, and Nebula, um, chase down Moron <laughs> and uh, right, knock him silly with uh, War Machine's arm. I believe his arm kind of just close clined him, and they take the Power Stone. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, you would think Captain America would be coming back to point A. Uh, maybe playing a power ballad distracting Peter Quill <laughs> and putting the stone right back where it was uh, do you think he would burn his hand up like Nebula what, what's happening with, with Captain America in this he scene would, as he returns it
1: Just he'd throw it throw
0: it in there just, eh, like he does kinda, have good accuracy
1: yeah um, maybe he deflects the thing with the shield maybe so that's actually interesting how does he put it back I don't know. That's, he's that's not human, a good, right? I mean, sorry, he is human. He is human, but he's hmm, interesting. Oh, could he use the gauntlet to put it in? Why does he have the gauntlet? Wouldn't he? <laughs> he's got the stones. Because how else gauntlet? is he gonna put it? Like the nano gauntlet? I don't. I don't think that's he a would giant take the suitcase gauntlet. just to have six stones put in there yeah but they're like big that's a little overcompensating like overcompensating right but the <laughs> like Stones that's a are, massive suitcase well, he needs like fruit juice or something well, well he was uh, going maybe, to visit peggy maybe, too maybe, who knows yeah maybe, maybe he, he brought his like um
0: Add some cologne and stuff you know what I'm <laughs> he saying? brought his like uh eight millimeter camera because <laughs> he knew he was going back <laughs> in time i don't know <laughs> but uh yeah i have no clue
1: um are, do you have any time travel discrepancies with this the scene, do you think? Or is it just well, kind of... and back to the future, if I mean, if Iron Man's going to get the talk, Rhodey's going to get the talk too, right? Well, he, he gave him a concussion smacked. pretty much. Yeah, he Instead he's of just Star-Lord. sneaking by.
0: Right. But to be fair, Captain America messed with everything. Oh, dude. Tony messed with yeah. everything. Hulk messed with everything. I mean, they really screwed they things all, up. Yeah. But they kind of had to, I guess. Yeah. So... I don't know uh, well while this is playing out thanos in real time mm. was, was like, um kind of tr on his own quest for the stones and so here's where, where another time travel aspect comes into play because nebula was not able to return to present day which is the future um god it's so confusing so <clears throat> that was another thing where she was able to come she was able to move the watch, the time travel watch to the nebula from the past or the you know they t- stole it from her. Mm-hmm. And she was able to use that to come to the present to bring Thanos to the future from the past. Yeah. Which is now like a separate reality basically. Basically.
1: Whew. Or not? <laughs> because once again, if you have a piece of paper in yes front of you, you can no. like write this out. Right. Not even we, write it out. You can just draw day. a line. And like circle points where and and things then, like, changed and we're not done. Go back to the future and once you go back to that future uh-huh. now things are different because now Thanos from twenty fourteen is here. Because Thanos died. That's the thing. Let's get into that. Yeah. There's n-
0: there's a Thanos in every reality, right? Oh, of course. But there's two realities that now no longer have Thanos in it.
1: Mhm. No. There's one reality that doesn't have Thanos in it.
0: Okay. Yeah. See, that's a little bit confusing though because let me the present day, well, let me get my thoughts out. The present day Thanos um died from having his head cut off. Yeah. We saw that. He went for the head. The past thanos from that same reality the previous past thanos i don't know if you could say same reality though
1: mm, yeah <laughs> what what do you mean yeah. yeah yeah how how is that the same reality because they only went back in time they didn't go but jump i don't think realities. you know for
0: sure that it wasn't already altered
1: if it's altered it's altered from loki's Taking of the space stone, which would have put us in a different it reality. Been the future in that which
0: would not have messed with the past. I get that. <laughs> yeah. God, this is annoying. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I get that, but I'm just saying that Thanos mm-hmm. doesn't just like it's not SpongeBob. Like he doesn't just get his body back. So mm-hmm. some Thanos still would have had to disappear because I feel like. That reality with him dying in the future would ac- actually split into two al- alternate realities mm. with one where there is a Thanos that continues that that path, but also
1: one where he would have died. No, because he's still the same Thanos. It's not a separation of uh, of uh, consciousness. You can't it's, see it's two Thanos is him. dying twice in the same reality, though. I get what you're saying. Because in, in reality, what we're t- what we're dealing with here is the same thing as what we're dealing with Loki in 2012. That's the exact same thing. That's why it's so confusing, is because we don't see what's happening with Loki yet. We just know that he's, he's screwed yeah. things up. We well, literally see everything that happens with what happens with Thanos screwing things up. Because so, 2014 Thanos then knows only where the Power Stone is, because he just said that Ronan has located the Power Stone. Yeah. Now knows where all of the stones are, yeah now knows that Nebula's the nebula is working, now knows his future, now knows that he succeeds and dies. so that it, it's it's literally the same thing. then let he. me present it to you this way in a
0: world where his future self wasn't dying necessarily um, so that, like that didn't happen. if his head wasn't cut off, yeah, and he was brought to the future. From that reality, past. Mm-hmm. That's how would that happen? Because would the other one just alter? Like as soon as he appears, would he just disappear? Because you can't have two of the
1: same Thanoses in the same reality. I would yeah, think you can't because it's consciousness. Because consciousness is tied to. I that understand one that, being. but what would happen to his body? Um, if he was brought to the future of his own reality, of his own reality, that would be. But no, because it, if it would you probably like that's where like things would get like the universe would implode it's so confusing upon itself because
0: Almost Right. I mean, theoretically, yes, he died, but he's being well, brought to the same reality of the future. Let's look at it this way. But maybe it's a
1: different reality because and we don't even realize it. We're, we're now getting so close to where where the, the, the real big topic of conversation comes into play with Captain America because Captain America does exactly what you just said. That's the crazy part. Like your whole uh oh cap your, the 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 whole cap's
0: journey is going to be really confusing. Well,
1: the hypothetical of your question of Thanos if 2014 Thanos was brought to the future in which Thanos didn't die is literally happening right now with Captain America because Captain America from the future goes to the past to meet up with Peggy Carter and oh, stay Captain America in the past. from the present goes to the past from the present Let's not say future because right. well, future well, yeah. is future yeah right the from the present goes to the past uh to stay with Peggy Carter and he stays in that timeline so as long as this timeline has gone on there's now two Captain Americas which is even insane because now you're actually saying if yeah, 2014 okay. Thanos was brought to the future in which Thanos didn't die, there would be two Thanos.
0: And the other question is, did Captain America return to this reality from an alternate split reality, which he would have had to he had he had stayed to. with Peggy because that would have branched into its own reality. Exactly. Unless which he did unaffect the current reality and stayed within that reality
1: itself because he may not have had other PIM particles. There's no instance in which Cap goes to the past and stays in the past, in which it I know. doesn't affect. Because... But if he Shield did... Shield wouldn't become a thing. Shield would not be a thing yes. if Eddie Carter knows that Captain America is still alive. But, here's the
0: other thing. Cap did return. I can't imagine that he did it so perfectly that he unaffected yeah, anything. Yeah, there's no way. To return the stones. So, in some way, he did branch probably multiple realities but but those realities are not the current ones that are taking place on the screen so
1: Mm. and the thing with it too and then we get into this timeline talk and we are trying to also make sense of it in the real world is consciousness if you have like if I go to the past that's where things get really it, it really does get crazy because the consciousness that's within myself is now there's two of them in one timeline, that's not something that's normal. That's that you you'd have to understand. That's a great point. You'd have to understand also how to control multiple consciousness, because if you can do that, then you can operate within those boundaries that are set. Because then you can control what you're doing as a kid, and you can also control what you're doing as an adult in that same timeline. So if Thanos from the past came to the present, mm-hmm. he you could just fight off two
0: Thanoses because. Captain America, all of them went to their past yeah, and were in the presence of their own past self. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but the ones in New York did. And they were just walking around and there would have been two Iron Man or two Hulks. Yeah. So Thanos wouldn't just... But it's it's a future. It might be different. He, I don't think he dust into oblivion based on what we're seeing. That's the thing. But if, one, if the past one died in the present mm-hmm. while the present one was still living it wouldn't affect the present one because that would be creating an alternate past yes. which would then become an alternate present. Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> spot on. Oh my spot, God, on. Crazy, spot on. It's crazy, but it's spot on. Yeah,
0: it actually, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It's just a little tough to iron out the wrinkles of what yes. is a message of, a message, what is a messing of time within a reality? Mm-hmm. We don't really know that answer yet yeah we think we do but we don't
1: right and I, once again well this will all come you know full circle I just think that the consciousness thing I think that's where like <laughs> that's where Neil deGrasse Tyson is watching Endgame and he's like wait that wouldn't work <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like, like well uh, consciousness isn't something he really dabbles in because it's not really scientific so but I feel like he would kind of know some stuff at least enough to know that that's not a thing. He knows enough to not know what
0: he doesn't know. I think is, there you is go. probably the smartest there thing. There you go. And as we go to Asgard, we've got Thor and Rocket. Thor loses
1: everything. What was that? Whoa! You ever have those feelings where um, like it feels like something is like being forced into your body in, in a way? Like when you're like waking up and it's like poof, like you're like uh, like what what just happened? No. Like, uh, oh,
0: you're talking about like when you jump scare yourself while you're asleep,
1: yeah, kind of. But it feels it, it's almost like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, people describe it as that. People literally describe it as like your soul, like returning to your body. And you're oh, just yeah, like, yeah, Poof, yeah and you're that. like, whoa, maybe that's maybe we that, have time that's to travel figured Doctor out. Strange. Well, that's that's <laughs> astral planning. <laughs> maybe, maybe we have time travel figured out, and that's consciousness coming back to us. Or something. That's anyway, crazy. That's insane. In Asgard,
0: <laughs> um, Thor breaks down and confronts his mother. You know, not really on purpose, but it, it happens. And so sh- her new reality, mm. where she was going to die right after. Well, she knew. Is now split. I don't know if she knew she was about to die, but she probably had an idea that times were not good. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she says, I'm a witch, you know. I, or I Sorry, I was raised by witches. I... I can see you know things right, and Thor was bawling his eyes out, so he really affected the like there's so many time like the idea that Captain America just went back in time and fixed everything is kind of silly, and that's probably why Loki is what it, what it is, and there's gonna be so many branches we're just gonna be like,' oh, there's a branch for literally everything, yep, um. It's like an office mm-hmm. at a university. There's an office for everything. Um, so in this reality, uh, it brings Natalie... Natalie? Portman. Port, I was going to say Natalie Porter, and I stopped myself because I'm like, that's <laughs> not right. Um, it brings Natalie Portman back, so Queen my I mind. like that alternate timeline that we got. Yeah. Um, But again, the, the time travel repercussions from this would be that his mother now is being, you know, made more aware of what's happening in the future mm-hmm. because Thor's future even though she knows it's Thor, she probably didn't know, you know, 8 years from now my son's going to be having a tough time or whatever. So th- there's there's little things that just go a long way to screwing up
1: the timeline for everybody else. Where Tony Stark and Rhodey would get a slap on the wrist for what they did, I think Thor would probably get a swift kick in the. He would you be know demoted. What, yeah, for what he for what he did there. But uh, you know that's 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 the thing is if you go back in time in in real life, if you were to go back in time, you wouldn't you can't just like sit idly by. That that's the problem is no one has that so like that awareness of saying, you know what? I'm just going to let things play out as they were. I'm just going to experience it again because you're not because you now have a chance to do something that you didn't have before because we always have that, 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 that thought of, well, if I knew then what I know now, right? Like, and with Thor it's the same thing it's like if I knew that this was going to be the last time I spoke to my mom then I would have acted differently now he has that chance to act differently and he's going to act on it so it's almost the most human reaction Thor has in his entire like run in the MCU it's funny because he's not human It's exactly, <laughs> exactly it's the most human thing he's done like that act in itself is kind of crazy, um, but you know uh, this scene, what it does, what it branches out from. Like th- the biggest thing is Natalie Portman. That's that's the biggest thing, because she's now going to be Lady Thor, and it's probably because of this. And people, I think, are kind of sleeping on that. Maybe they're like, wait. That's not a, that's it's an possible. insignificant scene. I'll take it like it's a throwaway scene to them. But that's actually probably where it stems from. And he got Mjolnir back. Yes. He took it back from the the past, which raises another question. Where was Mjolnir all that time would be my first question. Cap brought it back though. When he leaves when he when he has the suitcase, he picks up Mjolnir as he leaves. So, that makes sense. Oh my god
0: dude I'm so confused <laughs> huh? Like I'm trying to play All this out in my brain Because he was holding his arm out Waiting for Mjolnir to come So he could take it back to the present mm-hmm. And then It was destroyed by Hela Later Four years later right. Previous to the present After the past Yeah In between somewhere So He was able to recover it From the past to the present, which is unaffected because it's the past. The present is just so supreme. The mm. the future is supreme, but the present is like it's close. Mm-hmm.
1: And the past is like irrelevant. Well we didn't have that conversation. We we didn't we never got that conversation. Because when we see Thor after the final battle, he's just with the Guardians. You don't even see Stormbreaker. But he it's understood that he has Stormbreaker in his possession. Yeah. But that's the whole thing is cap was probably like yeah i need to i need mjolnir like it, it i i need it now because i have to go back to the past to put it back where it was because it has to be destroyed in the future by hell oh man so that's the whole that's the whole thing because once again like mjolnir is basically the stones getaway. it, way. it I has get it. to be there like it has to be destroyed in the future by i'd Hela. like
0: them to address the stones thing though because they did it so, I don't think most people took it the way you took it. Yeah. So I think that's why it's kind of confusing. Because if the stones are the barometer of a healthy, uh, life uh, reality, mm-hmm. then it's just hard to understand the the stones disappearance thing. But I, I get it. I, I'm I'm cool with that. I can I can I can live with that. Yeah. So afterwards, you know, we've talked about it this entire time, but Captain America. Um, one thing I I actually just came to mind mm-hmm. I have never thought about this before when they went back in time Endgame was about Thor Iron Man and Captain America right period it was about Nat sure it was about Hawkeye Hawkeye sure ultimately it was about those three
1: mm-hmm.
0: their stories their journeys when they went back in time Tony got to talk to his father
1: mm-hmm.
0: when they went back in time Thor got to talk to his mother mm-hmm when they went back in time, Captain America denied the opportunity to talk to Peggy. Yeah. He was the one person that decided to go back. Do you think if he got his closure with Peggy, maybe he would have stayed in present day?
1: Yes. Absolutely. I kind of agree. Yeah. If he would have said something to Peggy, it would have changed. But once again, he was probably the only one that had that mindset of, He's I a good can't soldier. do this because it's going to screw everything up because yeah if 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 Steve put the Rogers, mission above his feelings yes exactly if he goes and speaks to Peggy Carter in 1970 shield no longer exists cat Steve Rogers is back so and in that world mayhem occurs exactly if in that world or nothing occurs i don't know in in that world John you Karen have becomes president like possibilities of like Tony Stark not being Iron Man you have possibilities of like the Avengers initiative never becoming a thing Wakanda staying hidden Wakanda staying hidden all kinds of things yeah yeah lots of things stem from Captain America actually saying you know what the mission's bigger so
0: yeah it's interesting I I literally just thought of that really for the first time um it seems like Captain America made you know so many sacrifices and finally said I'm going to take one for myself Mm-hmm. but i wonder you know grass is greener kind of a thing like he he had his love of peggy sure
1: but maybe if he talked to her he goes eh i wasn't feeling her all that much that's probably actually <laughs> that that i don't that's know that's why he stayed actually i think it's not because of all of that stuff i think he was actually to a place where he was actually fine with living out his life without peggy he longed for it sure but like he was in a place where he was like you know what i've got I, I can do this on my own the thing that got him to the point where he was like you know what I can stay it was probably when he was returning the stones because when he was returning the stones maybe he saw some things along the way and he was like wait they did what like Tony talked to his dad Thor talked to his mom Natalie Portman Jane Foster is now what <laughs> like Whoa, I love that he
0: had the audacity to return the stones to fix the timeline and then then just just screws it up. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's crazy, Cap. That's crazy, right? Man, but here's the thing: Tilda Swinton, the ancient one, she said, You return the stones, all is well. So maybe that's what Bruce told Cap, you know,
1: so hard to believe. It's I know, just the I get it,
0: and I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Um, but that is what was told to us on screen, and right? Kind of like the power broker. Like we just have to swallow it for now until they change their mind or update us with new information. So
1: that's where Loki comes in. It, it just
0: it has to be an alternate timeline because that just simply doesn't make sense. It has to. It be. doesn't make sense at all. It does make sense that um, Captain America would befriend P- Hank Pym in that world and be able to time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he kept the... I, I guess we, he would have kept the bracelet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, While he was time traveling. So he alone would have the power of time travel, which would be one heck of a burden on anybody not named Steve Rogers. So yep. he's the one guy that would probably be able to not misuse that power. Yep. Um, although he did eventually he did. because he needed to say, you know, what's up, my my guys? Here's the shield. I forgot it was <laughs> in the corner all this time. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, that's some really interesting stuff with this, this
1: Captain America time
0: travel. Yeah,
1: for sure. And, and I think the biggest thing is what is what is this universe? Like what what are we getting into now? And are like, we
0: still in the reality we started with? Are we still I think that's in that, a fair question. Yeah.
1: Are we still in that main MCU universe? I don't think we are.
0: Ooh, I think we are. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that
1: there's just too much Cap staying in the past Loki going through space you know that those two things by themselves are it definitely created alternate
0: branches but where would the
1: switch have occurred
0: because I think you're talking yourself out of it now
1: no it's Cap Cap is where the the, the switch when he comes back it's when he stays because he never comes back he's just literally staying the entire time and he appears there but because that's an alternate he, was, he already timeline. knew that he'd Oh, would be there. okay.
0: So you're saying yeah. the alternate timeline that we observed post-endgame, or at the end of Endgame, where the shield was returned, was where the, the, the split occurred on screen for us.
1: Yes. In which
0: yes. everything happened exactly the same in all the events except for the one thing where Captain America mm-hmm. switched. So Iron Man died. Everything's the exact same thing. Right. Except that but in that reality Sam Wilson and um Bucky would have been aware of Captain America's living because in that reality that would have been covered in the news that's the thing
1: that we don't know because if Cap goes to the past once again if he goes to the past and stays with Peggy Carter Peggy Carter no longer has an initiative of creating SHIELD and being one of the founders of of SHIELD um so in effect you're saying
0: the but, world that we're currently in with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision yeah is potentially a alternate universe
1: where Captain went to potentially because the thing that I'm getting at here is it would as long as Steve Rogers it would be an alternate reality unless Steve Rogers somehow explains it well enough to Peggy Carter and they literally have that kind of conversation in which Peggy Carter's in on it too and meaning that she knows Steve Rogers is still alive but she's actually acting as though he doesn't so everything stays the same that's the only way that that works is if Peggy Carter actually is in on it with Steve Rogers as well in that you know what yeah you're gonna stay here you're gonna live out your life we're gonna be married or whatever behind closed doors but as far as the rest of the world is concerned Steve Rogers is presumed dead so that everything goes according to plan and we get to this point in which Steve Rogers old man reveals himself to be you know well, well I just stayed in the past and hands off the shield That was my initial thought. Right. Um, Was that he basically
0: said, or he went back to a time where Captain America was already in the ice Mm -hmm. and said, Peggy, this is what I've done, you know, and this is who I am. And uh, then he basically would have, and here's the confusing part stayed in that reality and lived out his life in the shadows to meet up with Sam and Bucky one day as old cap. Yep. But that's a different reality than the one we started with. Kind of like how you've come full circle here. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I guess the other point here would be, does it matter (laughs) what reality we're in if they're so closely intertwined that literally just that one little change uh, is... Everything, but that one little change. We don't. We don't know. We know up until Endgame, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier, Spider Man, and um.
1: WandaVision? uh Vision right. are
0: the only post, you know, events and and Shield, as we know it in Spider Man. I can't remember exactly, but did they reference Shield as? Like the shield that we know, or was right. it just Nick Fury acting with Maria Hill?
1: That's a thing. Because we
0: need to look is that it, back into that. Because if yeah. Spider Man defuncts that, then it and is we know what it that is. It's, it's different. So right. I don't know. That's that's intense. Because Spider Man would be the differentiating factor if he mentions just Shield offhand, and there's a possibility that 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 would be just wrong mm-hmm. um, because of the reality. But I don't know. Maybe the TV reality is different than the movie reality. Maybe that's a possibility. That's
1: yeah, And that would be probably most likely to be honest, and it would make sense. Yeah, because you wouldn't want to muck things up with the movies.
0: I mean, to be fair, the Shield is in its own reality, or uh, Agents of Shield (laughs) is in its own Marvel reality. reality, Right? (laughs) They don't even consider it canon. So
1: yeah, which is even crazier because yeah. And then there's Agent Coulson.
0: the Defenders, you know, in their reality. So. Right.
1: In the Marvel, yeah, right. Because, I mean,
0: right. effectively, those are different realities within yes. the Marvel branch, like, world, a globe. The X-Men. The X-Men are a different, different reality. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Deadpool and all of them. Right. Wow. Blade. Blade. Everything is, is alternate realities. As, as far as we can define realities...
1: The, um, the Fantastic Four can just go somewhere else. I've never they're, heard of that. What is that? They're not even. That's a that's a whole.
0: It's got to be a different reality because Michael B. Jordan mm. is Killmonger. Yeah. So.
1: But they can just kind of, you know, stand to the side, <laughs> wait their turn. <laughs> that's that's tough, man. That's so, rough. It's interesting, man. I, it's very interesting, very interesting. Because you, yeah, you're right. They're they're all basically different universes. The thing is. Where is this? Like, where are we? Like, what? Like, it, it's, it's insane. I'm in danger. <laughs> yeah, it's insane because if this is a different oh, universe, man. then like, why are certain events happening? Why?
0: Yeah, I'm intrigued, man. I think this was a necessary episode to get For our sure. confusion out, but uh, it, especially with Loki coming up.
1: Exactly. Because where that's the big thing.
0: This is like this might as well have been the Loki preview show. In a way, it has nothing to do with Loki, really. But it has everything to do with where Loki's going. Yeah. So we're gonna be probably proved completely wrong, and I and I hope we are because I, I love being surprised and confused. Same. Because that gives us more to talk about and speculate about. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you for listening to this part of the episode. Uh, as I mentioned before, please do like and subscribe if you can. Uh, give us a like on Facebook at the Marvel Guys Podcast. This is the portion of the episode where if you're just here for the Marvel, we've had our fun. Um, But if you want to get to know us a little bit as people, um, as Jordan, as Spencer behind the mics, we kind of ask a few questions to give you an insight into who we really are. Yeah.
1: I love this part of the the podcast. These
0: are a little bit easier than normal. Um, So you can jazz it up and expand as much as you'd like. Oh.
1: So So. there's no parameters set on what is candy?
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. <laughs> That's enough out of you. Okay. So this is a very open question.
1: Okay. Who is your favorite athlete growing up? Oh, man. Favorite athlete growing up? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> My brain did the thing again. I was going to say, just, you got to speak just, into the microphone. Just uh, like the whole thing that we were talking about last time with the candy. It was like, oh, there, well, there's a chocolate and there's a candy. Oh, gosh. Like my brain literally went, well, basketball, okay. baseball, football. Do as you please. <laughs> um, uh, favorite athlete in general. Man, that's tough. Whew. Probably say... Uh, Hmm. I'd probably say Kobe. Kobe growing up was probably my favorite athlete and he was obviously my favorite basketball player. Uh, as far as basketball players, I think very, very close second was Allen Iverson. Um, and then football, as far as athletes are concerned to the close second to Kobe Bryant would be, uh, Big Ben. Um, So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: My favorite would be Derek Rose, um, Chicago sports fan through and through. He was really the first person to get me into the NBA uh, at a consistent level. Mm -hmm. I loved watching Kobe. I loved watching uh, Allen Iverson as a little kid, but I didn't really follow the league. I followed them. So, up until... Derek came into the league. I wasn't as big of an NBA fan. I was a big college basketball fan. So for getting me into an entire sport that is now my favorite sport, uh, kudos to Derek
1: Rose, hometown yeah. kid. Love him. Um, That's funny, though, because actually, if you put it that way, my favorite athlete should be Big Ben because I didn't really follow the NFL that well until Big Ben came along. So, that, yeah. Sure. Yeah, we'll go there. He had the most impact on me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, My second question is your favorite Scooby-Doo villain.
1: Ooh. Mmm. And
0: I'll pick mine if you'd like me to.
1: Yeah, go ahead. You pick your favorite villain.
0: I will say I'm going to do, sorry, but I'm going to give you like a one and. Because. That's fine. I use this joke like 12 times a week. Just old man Jenkins is the classic. Old man Jenkins. Like. Greatest Okay So Aside from that Minor 49er I loved him From the movie Yeah He was so cool I loved his name I was a big 49ers fan As a kid So It was just I thought he was a really Cool looking character But I loved the name I loved how Like ghouly he looked And He was in You know One of the more Iconic uh, Kids movies That uh, I saw Growing up So Minor 49er Would be my answer I have about three or four other ones that i really really enjoyed that i'll throw out once you pick yours but uh would love to hear any that stuck out for you
1: mine mine's too complicated because i don't know names
0: no that's fine if you can describe them but I'll the episodes figured out
1: i remember distinctly there was one episode because i grew up with that like scooby-doo where are you like the 60s oh yeah 70s ones. classic one um and it's not even that i grew up in that time period it was just that was what i watched but um there was one episode <laughs> with like a puppet master dude. Yes, that was that a one. that was great one of my one. favorite ones. Um, that was a great one. And then there was also one in an old mansion, and like there's something about a well, the ghost, um, stuff like that. It was like a it was like a haunted mansion type thing, but it sure. was yeah. There was a, a knight in uh, shining armor. Um, yeah, the knight in shining armor. I remember that there's one. Definitely ghosts. There was the uh, oh the Puppeteer the diver. One was great, the diver. Oh, yeah. yeah, that that was one of the many one ones the... I was going to bring up. Yeah. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Was one of my favorites. That was
0: a good one. Um, the Abominable Snowman. Yes. Um, definitely the, the Submariner or whatever his name yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, and.
1: There was one, too, that was like a circus villain. Like, there was like a. Uh, it was like the the mirrors. You remember we did one of those in yeah. Branson, the like with all the mirrors. I was remember was talking about. Yeah, there were some great ones for sure. I loved it. Um. Also, my favorite Scooby Doo movie, sure, was the one with the Hex Girls. That was a great one because, uh, yeah, uh,
0: the Hex Girls were really Hex cool. Girls were they, they were cool awesome. or they were real? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So, next is your favorite character from Willy Wonka, the original movie.
1: You my, can pick any character. I'm gonna be honest. Any my, character. My absolute least favorite character is the grandpa. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> he know is why. a trash bag. <laughs> um, Watch your profanity. <laughs> uh, um.
0: Favorite character from Willy Wonka? It could be any character in the movie. I'm not. It's not like we're playing a game of Clue and you have to pick your uh, your starter and there's six pieces or anything. Because <laughs> I was gonna say, what's your favorite kid? But what's your favorite character? It's my favorite character. Uh,
1: man, interesting. Um, I don't mind. Mine's easy. Mine honestly might just be Willy Wonka himself. Ah, yeah. yeah. See, that would be That's my cop out.
0: He was so good. He was. He was um, awesome. Gene gene um, wilder gene wilder he was fantastic in it yeah and the they always say there's a fine line between genius and insanity yes he played that line so well you didn't know if he was like uh, a serial killer or yeah. just like the happiest grandpa you'd meet down the road yeah um, well he wasn't that old at the time but you know he was just just a cool character mm-hmm. um, if i was to pick between the kids though I do love Charlie because I think yeah. he's so just kind and sweet. Yes. But the one kid I hate the most would be Mike TV. So you have Mike to pick TV the guy that you hate. Mike TV is so right? bad. Right.
1: And Mike Augustus Gloop bad. with and his gluttonous
0: self was so – Oh, and Man, the girl that chews actually, the gum, and I'm like,
1: oh, shut she's up. The worst. Nobody cares no. about your gum Dude, chewing. No, no. The, the chick is the worst. Mike TV, I would put second worst. Because she's the worst. I in my she's opinion, so arrogant. She's too. Mike TV just plays too many video games. Right, which is relatable. But what a great name. But yeah, Mike TV. <laughs> yeah, uh, Augustus Gloop. Man, sometimes, sometimes Augustus Gloop is actually relatable. Man, sometimes you just want to pig out. Man, just eat. Man, like <laughs> that chocolate looks so good. Right. If
0: there was ever a movie that I want to go to Universal oh, and to see,
1: however have to be that. Have you actually had a Wonka bar? It's terrible. It's so bad. It's the worst it's chocolate so bar
0: bad in existence.
1: Yes. That
0: depressed me so more much. than finding out that superheroes aren't real. Yeah. When you go to a chocolate factory for the first time and you find out it's just a shop and there's no river, it's unbelievable. And then you find out Wonka bars are terrible. Trash. They're bad. And then like you know that, like, did you watch Jimmy Neutron? Oh, of course. That that candy he created? <laughs> oh, it looked so good. Yeah. And the Everlasting Gobstar- Gobstopper looked amazing. And then you have one in real life, and it's trash. Yeah. It's so disappointing.
1: I really wanted Wonka Ooh. bars to taste so much better. What candy did you have as a kid that you had, like, zero expectations of that actually was really fire? What are you changing the format? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's easy. Butterfinger. Butterfinger? I hated Butterfingers because my brother's
1: favorite was Butterfingers
0: and I didn't want to be like him. So, But I then you tried like, it and you're oh, like, oh, it's, it's amazing. Great. And right. it destroys
1: your teeth. Yeah. Mine was Fun Dip. Oh, Fun Dip was amazing. I had zero, I was like, what the heck is this? It's just sugar. And I was like, I, I don't know if I think I'm going I'm to like this. And then I tried it and I was like, wait. It tasted really good. Really good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Pixie sticks were good too. What's Only the problem with
1: Pixie sticks is it would
0: dissolve in your mouth. The, 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 the Actual wrapper.
1: Oh, yeah. The um, couldn't get any out. Oh yet. my gosh, I can literally see what this like sour th- punch straws. Zero well, bars. That's the one. <laughs> we weren't zero, even close. No. What's a zero bar? Zero that bars. Sounds like the worst candy ever. Fire, dude. Zero calories, zero mm-hmm. taste. <laughs> zero bars. <laughs> zero taste. No, dude. Zero bars.
0: Oh man. That's what I get when I'm out at the cabins. Zero bars. Zero right. bars. I
1: can't call nobody. But they're so good, man. If anybody that's actually listening to this portion. the heck is a Zero Bar? I have never even heard of If you know about Zero Bars, like, spam that on our Facebook. Because Zero Bars are so good. You know what was good that
0: sounds like it's from the 1920s? The 100 grand? That is pretty good. Charleston Chew. Oh! Yo, Charleston Chew will have you smacking. <laughs> you put that Dude. thing in your mouth and you Dude. try to chew it, it. Yep. It's the worst sound. It's the. <laughs> it would make the worst <laughs> the, podcast ever. Oh yeah. You ate
1: a Charleston, too. That's some ASMR nightmare. Nightmare. But, yeah, it's zero bar, bro. You're, you're going to try it sometime. You're gonna I'll be try like, it. Oh,
0: okay. You buy it, I'll try it. Right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, we had a great time with you. Like us on Facebook, the Marvel Guys Podcast. We're on Instagram at the Marvel Guys Podcast. Um, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave a review if you enjoyed the episode. We really appreciate you spending time, and we will be back next Tuesday. So let us hear some ideas. We're going to have a QA and a show coming up. I will post it in the Facebook page.
1: Um, any last thoughts? Uh, none. No, I just want a zero bar, honestly. All right, we're going to go get a zero bar. <laughs> See you, guys. See you. Peace.